Hey everyone, welcome to Jojo's World. Happy Moist Fest, everyone. Don't care for that. It's muggy. I do not co-sign Moist Fest. It is wetten in the air, shall I say. Nah. It is uh, mildly, ooh, precipitous. Ooh, slimy. Nick, I'm going to level with you. I hate this riff. Uh, <laughs> I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Valentine, the other one, the co-host. <laughs> This is JoJo's World, our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast, where we are recapping and discussing JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, the little anime that could. Specifically, uh, part six of Stone Ocean, episode nine, Debt Collector Marilyn Manson. Or Mary Lynn Manson? Mary Lynn Mason. Mary Lynn Mason, you cunning pottery artist. I was about to ask many questions about pottery, but I feel like no one cares about pottery in this day and age. So Nick's um, fairly sleep deprived today. I am very sleep deprived. It's going to be one of those episodes. <laughs> it's going to be an episode where I literally ramble on for about 20 minutes on a topic that has absolutely no bearing to the show the whatsoever. The rise of imperialism in pre-World War II Japan, for instance. <laughs> the 90s economy of Japan, for example. Or maybe just I'll ramble about how tired I am for an hour. 60 minutes. Yeah, and then you'll be like, great, I edited Cutting 60 all minutes out of that. <laughs> Nick, today we are talking about episode 9, which covers chapters 628 through 633 of the manga, the entirety of the Marilyn Manson arc. Ooh. Actually, yeah, that makes a lot of sense because it did wrap up. Yeah. It sure did. Yeah. And you know what else I like to wrap up, Liam? Mm. Our Patreons. Mm. <laughs> Well, I'm mm. Nick Valentine. I'm mm. here to say that our Patreon mm. message goes out mm. to this guy. Well done. Well done. Thank you. Uh, and I mean well done like a steak. <laughs> Just ruined. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so our Patreon today, Liam, I think you're going to enjoy this name. It is Long Schlong Jimmy Long... John. Long Schlong Jimmy John? Long Schlong Jimmy John. Well, you can call them long, or oh, you can call them slow. I thought we escaped this! <laughs> yeah. We had a whole episode where we almost got away from that. You know, look, if you set me up for it with a rhyming name, I'm gonna do it. Look, it's long, shlong, Jimmy John, but you yeah. don't have to call me long. You, can you don't call have to me... call me John, son. <laughs> so, okay. Wait, we have to do a different riff for poor old schlongy boy here. Like, there's gotta be something we can riff off. Don't care for that nickname. Johnny? Jimmy. Although Jimmy is his normal name. Or is it Jimmy John? Or Long Jimmy. Jimmy New New John. <laughs> you can throw Boy genius. Thank you, Long Jimmy, for Thank your you. contribution. Thank you, Stretch Jim and your wonderful <laughs> penis. <laughs> we believe that it is one of the greatest things on our Patreon right now. Hey Nick, shut up. Why? Because I want to share with you. <gasps> I'm putting my phone over Some there. Some words of wisdom from... The creator of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Tell me more. Hirohiko Araki. Is that who it is? In this, the fifth volume of the serialized manga release. <gasps> oh, that's Bakuman as heck. I don't know what that is. Neither do I. It's a, it's a anime slash manga. Is that the one where manga. they have like the little like marbles that they flick and they little turn into marbles? little robots? Oh no, you're thinking Bakugan oh, or whatever okay. it's called. No, I'm talking about Bakuman. Ah. Bakuman ba is about manga. Baku, the grappler. <laughs> Baku the groupler. 
Ooh, Baku the Groupie? Yeah, Baku the Groupie. That makes a lot more sense in my head. Yeah, Nick, yeah. this all makes perfect sense. Yeah, well, you got Baku the um, Grappler. You're being coherent and uh, no, understandable. No, this makes and perfect you're sense. You're not crazy. <laughs> no, you have Baku the Grappler. You have um, Baku gone. Baku the uh, the groupie, and then you have Bateau, the From ghost in the, the shell. shell. Right? His name is French for both. And then you have Bio the Swamp. Uh, and the and Biodome. Yeah, and exactly. the Technodrome where Shredder lives. Yeah. And Ninja Turtles. Yeah, and it's a post-apocalyptic wasteland, but that's the only habitable location for Miles. Hirohiko Araki says... Yes? When I visited a prison for research in Miami, Florida, I interviewed the director. I asked him if the reasons for each prisoner's incarceration varied based on gender. I had the mental image of men committing more heinous crimes and women committing more gentle crimes. The warden said, they're the same. There's no difference between men and women. They, there are just as many murderers and rapists from either gender. Nice. We should all aspire to have a world of, <laughs> with such a quality. You know, when I lie down at night and I think to myself, is the world really fair? I just remember on both sides of the gender fence. Anyone can anyone be anyone can be a murderous rapist. Set your sides high, for if you apply yourself, you too can grow up to be a murderer or a rapist. Men, women, anything, other, whatever. You could be president. You could, or you could be a murderer. You can be Joe Biden, or you can be Charles Manson. I'm trying to think if there's a, a famous serial killer named Joe. Don't you fucking start with him. No, not for that reason. Oh, okay, uh, good. Just, um, none come to mind. I was about to say Joe Biden, but that he's not a murderer. Diamond Joe, he's coming for us. He's going <laughs> to kick down our door and be like, I'm so old. I don't think we need to worry about you being alive anymore. That's your Biden? Now you die, young man. <laughs> you see, I was talking to a man named Cream Corn Johnson the other day. <laughs> Now you can call me Creep. <laughs> I shot him in the head six times. He doesn't have to call me Johnson. He didn't have to call me Biden, but I, I called was him Biden an enemy. my time. And 75 years later, I got my revenge. <laughs> Wait, how old were you when you met him? 30. Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's old. He's the old president. Wait, how old is Biden? I don't care. 75? This isn't our US politics podcast. This is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure podcast. And Nick, I want to talk to you today about Marilyn Manson Debt Collector, the most part four episode to date. So it has real chill vibes. Chill vibes. That then turn a into... A game that spirals into a, uh, a quest for your very life. A life or death circumstance born of the game of... It's also got, um, in terms of like its meta plot structure, we're seeing for the first time um, something that we saw hints of in part four, but I don't think ever this explicit, <laughs> which is uh, a real like Sailor Moon or Arc 2 of Utena uh, villain influences the villain of the week and turns them into a malicious stand user. So we're kind of getting like, like the whole the uh, crony yeah. the cronyism of it. Like if this was a Sailor Moon episode, Queen Beryl would send someone down to the prison's mm. um uh yep. sports supply store and brainwash them into a sports demon. What's her name from Power Rangers would be like ah, Rita Repulsa. I send through my prized champion. You or, then... or if this was uh the Black Rose arc of revolutionary uh 
Yeah, they would corrupt what's her face. Well, um, yeah, uh, Mira Shone would be so dismayed of her not getting her parole that she would go to um, go to the therapy room and be like, "I can't help but steal. It's all I'm built for." Dun-dun. Go deeper. You have to go deeper. <laughs> God, that's a good show. We should watch it again. I should watch it again. Yeah, maybe I'll do that over my weekend. I'll watch Utena again. All of it. I'll crack open the shell of revolution. I'll get that sweet yolk. You know, we are the chick and the world is the egg. And if we don't crack that delicious yolk, we'll die. We're not going to make an omelette of revolution, are we? We need to stir the pot and uh, make the scrambled eggs of our freedom coalesce into a gooey, delicious mixture. Adding in the cheese of liberty. The ro- the rosemary? The- the- the basil and thyme of democracy. I just know Nick's gonna make fun of me because I'm only starting to make omelettes from my own eggs now. <laughs> I am going to make fun of you. <laughs> anyway, this is Jojo's world and we do open. I just, uh, I just thought of like jury walking around. It's like, what's in the bag? An omelette. And then like Nanami thinking, but my omelettes are always so heavy. So, uh, yes. we are in... Father Pucci's special prison office. I don't know why this omelette bit's so funny, but yes. Uh, and we're seeing a lot of close-ups on uh, candelabras and a big golden cross. Mm. You can tell he's Catholic because of like all the golden iconography he owns. Well, I mean, he could just be a big fan of vampire survivors. We don't know. Available now on Steam. <laughs> vampire <laughs> Survivors, a game that features no actual vampires. Mm. Legally speaking, definitely not Castlevania characters. Uh, so there's this woman. Her name's Mirashone. Is it Mirashone or Mirashon? Um, it depends because her namesake is the Italian fashion designer Mira Mi- Mila Shone. Uh, it's got one of those little two dots above oh, the, the umlaut. What does that imply for so, pronunciation? So if it has an umlaut, it blends with another vowel. Is that an umlaut, no, umlaut or is it... Um, no, it's an umlaut. There's the two dots, the umlaut? Yeah. Because okay. metal fucking loves umlauts. Okay. So yep. it blends with another vowel. Which vowel? There's no other vowel there. I think it's E, I think. Sean. So like, Shern? Mila Shern? Let's of? go with that. But it's not Shen. It's more like Shen. Sh- sh- like, well, like... her name doesn't have it. So let's go with Mira Shon. Okay, Mira Shon. <laughs> she's there and she's like, Oh, father. So foolish of my, uh, my continued theft and kleptomania. Uh, do you think you can help me get parole? And Father Pucci's all like, <laughs> I'm so evil. Yeah. And he's, he's, okay, so he's, he's, he has this big monologue. Classic villainous anime monologue thing where he's just talking about something entirely different. And he's like, did you know that with proper training, you can even teach dogs and parrots how to read? Utilize fire and understand art. That's great, but about I'm just, my parole. I'm, yeah, that, that keeps going. I'm just imagining a parrot being like, ah, derivative. <laughs> <laughs> just something in the background being like, but what about the parole? And, and he's like, there's just this oh. dog looking at a statue, just being like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> it's understanding art. <laughs> it's just like, as you can see, it's caught on. The dog's really more into um, classical art, more so. It than likes landscapes, art. but mm. it likes them to be. Um, what's the phrase? Uh, it likes the ennui of landscape art, it, not the the optimistic. I'm genuinely space. forgetting all artistic terminology, despite working in an art gallery for several years right now. But um, capitalism, not um, not realism. Uh, 
abstraction. Yeah, it likes abstract landscapes, the dog does. Yeah. So he, wait, he likes the abstract? Yeah, the dog loves abstracts. He, he sees like a square sitting on a circular plane. He's like, hmm, oh, that could be another dog. <laughs> <laughs> it has a triangle at the top. He's like, ears, ears. He's like, yeah, good boy. I mean, they're all good boys, but you know what I mean. I'm just trying to find... Yeah, so you were right, in fact, Nick. Her hairstyle does change in yeah, this it goes sequence. From, it goes later. from vulnerable... Right, yeah, right now it's fair, It's like, it's a bit extra, but it's fairly normal. Mm. She's, like, got a, a centre part with some dinosaur spikes down the centre. <laughs> um, and she's got sort of three braided locks over her eyes. And uh, she looks very, like, meek and like, I'm sorry, mm. I just want to know about my parole. And I also want to steal all the time. Yeah, she. so she's got, like, big purple hair. Like, big purple hair. What do you think the difference is between man and animal, Mirashon? I... about my parole? Anyway, so I was saying, uh... Let me eat this cherry and use that for my next tortured metaphor. It's, um, classic Pac-Man-style cherry with two stems conjoined. Uh, then he, he opens his mouth to show the two pips still attached to the stem. The point is, after finish... the point of what? What are you talking about, Father Pooch? We're talking about art! <laughs> After finishing the cherry and leaving it in your mouth, which tooth would you bite the second with? You must not bite the first pit while eating the second cherry. What the fuck is he talking about? I don't know. <laughs> I thought I got it while we were watching, and now I think about it more, I'm like, wait. Yeah, wait a minute, you're just saying words. <laughs> Maybe this is like um, him being like, so you can teach anyone to understand art, which I understand. Philosophy, I get it. And you're like, what? Like, maybe he's just trying to look smart when he's not. Or maybe it's like the two pits are, or two cherries are Jotaro and Jolene. Oh, and it's like, which you can't you compromise having the Jotaro disc in your quest to, dis to dispose mm, of Jolene. True. So which one do you bite down on first, knowing that you can't bite down on both? Well, you do it from an angle they wouldn't expect. Uh. Dear sweet mirror shone. <laughs> So he's like, what about my parole? And he's like, yes, I think we can have you paroled. Really, father? Yes, I'll recommend it to the committee. And she does a little, um... A joyous bow. A little meek bow. Uh, and then he grabs her by the back of the head and jams her into the corner of his desk. And he's all like, yes, but I love that streak of theft that you have. And we see that she has pocketed the golden crucifix that was Ooh, on his desk. The golden cross. The only thing that can repel Dio. <laughs> He's a vampire. I mean, yeah, but I don't think he was assuaged by crosses, was he? It never really came up. Yeah, fair. fair. Um, no opinion on garlic, as far as we know. Oh, but we do know that he hates holy things, like Jonathan, the holiest of us all. <sighs> Holier than thou, that Jonathan Joestar. Yeah, literally had holes in him for quite a long time. Certainly in the moments leading up to his death. Mm, indeed. Such a holy and boy. When Dio took that body, he stole his gains. Bastard. Truly an evil disposition cannot be corrected. Love to hear that from the priest. You just, you can't help but love him on a deep level, right? There's something about him that you're just like, oh, he's a good guy. Who, Poochie? Yeah, he's evil, but he's a good Look guy. Look at this pose he's doing. He's like... Yeah, it's the classic Jojo's pose. Oh, wait, that goes all the way. Yeah. It's like being real sensual over her unconscious body as Whitesnake <laughs> leans out with a couple of discs being like, I cannot deny your talent for theft. You will prove useful to me in a way that doesn't actually involve any theft at all. <laughs> so, I don't, well, I mean, it's kind of, well, mm. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, I do love, so this, oh, it just feels so wrong, but when the disc goes in her head, it does that, like, sound, but then there's all the squishing of flesh and yeah. stuff. 
I'm like, ah. Uh, Visceral. Oh, I hate it. I hate it. I don't know why I hate that of all things. So he puts a mind disc in her to influence her mind and a stand disc in her to give her a stand. And we got an episode baddie of the week. Hell yeah. Dweet doo doo, everyone. Every single episode starts with that dweet doo doo sound. Nick, we drew attention when we were watching today to two particular characters in the background of the OP that we had never commented on before, and I'd love to get your take on them. Let yeah. me just see if I can pull up a picture of them. So they come after our three yeah. amigos. It's in the shot with um, Emporio in the foreground, drawing most of the attention. Emporio? Baseball boy. Ah, uh, baseball boy. Yes. Haven't heard much from Emporio in the last few episodes. No, well, they were out in a swamp, weren't they? True. But now they're back, and Emporio's nowhere to be seen. Mm, Coincidence? I think yes. Is this a frame-by-frame frame breakdown on the JoJo wiki? No, because it doesn't appear to have the frame I'm looking for. <laughs> they're just like, as you can see, it's people, but it's not. God, so vivid. Okay, yeah, so this shot, there's Emporio in the cent the front right of the frame. Mm -hmm. We move back past a movie poster. <laughs> uh, then there's our three protagonists, yep. the beautiful Jolene, Hermes, and FF. Yep, used to be Atro, but gone forever. Then there's two folks back here. One that looks like fucking, um, not Doppio, the other guy. Uh, Diavolo. Diavolo, but sexier. <laughs> sexy, di stupid sexy Diavolo. <laughs> So, um, use your words, Nick. Paint a word picture. Alright, so you know how Diablo had that sick pink hair? Yep. Yeah, this guy, I guess, has pink hair, but it comes down like a tentacruel or a splatoon. Yep, um, he's got a little beret thing on, too. Yep, and he has those crisscross fishnet, not quite fishnet tape, um, shirt thing. Yep. And got a small... <laughs> he's also got what appears to be like, um, uh, uh... Overall straps just connecting to this web of mesh. Yep. So they're not coming down to <laughs> the belt. They're just at the top, like shoulder yep. gauntlets, but they're straps. With a skirt of some sort. Over the nips, maybe? I'm not sure. Oh, yeah. um, hanging beach roots or hanging voidy thing? Eggplants. Yeah, eggplants. Uh, weird, like, little skirt thing. And big green boots. Huge green boots, like gimp green boots, you know? All yep, the way we, up we to all the know what gimp green boots look like. Yeah, you know what they and are. And then this other fella who has a rhinoceros uh, poofy hat thing. What like a like um you know those hunters hats that are made of like squirrels? Yeah. But it's a rhino. Um or wait, rhinos don't no, rhinos have one horn. It's like a two-horned but two-eared, not quite horn, ear kind of hippo maybe, a mm -hmm. hippo hat maybe. One of those Russian stoles, maybe. Yeah. Uh, then Hippo hat, sure. he's, he's got a bit of a onesie thing going on. Real like superhero spandex suit thing. Yeah, with like triangular cutouts along his ribs. And neckline. And neckline as well. Uh, he's got, I guess, a cod piece almost, but I can't tell if that's a cod piece or something else with a big W belt. Like it stands big... for Wumbo. Wumbo? Yeah, that's a SpongeBob thing. Oh, okay. People will get it if they get it. If they don't, go get it. You can tell he's the evil version of someone else because uh, he's got a W on his uh, belt there. Mm. What? Like Wario or Waluigi. Uh, so we have to find Mumbo. Yeah. So the Number Wombo. five. <laughs> so, yeah. So here's my, here's my new Jojo OC. Okay. Their, their name's Mambo. Uh-huh. And their ability, their stand ability, lets them produce up to five clones. Uh, okay. Like, like, what? Okay. So like Wombo. Like Mambo number five. 
Oh, I see. But are they good clones or evil clones? There's just no way to know. Hmm. We'd have to have an episode on it. Mm. Anyway, so we don't see these two at all. No. Like, they... I don't even understand why they're there yet, but they're here. Well, you're, you know, like how... Charlotte. Foo Fighters was in the... Yeah, like how Charlotte's Ugh. being in the OP, despite only appearing in two episodes. Fucking Charlotte. That fucking alligator. Or is she a crocodile? It's fun times at the prison, and everyone's having fun in the yard playing catch. So, Jolene and Foo Fighters? Yeah, or FF. Or FF, if you will. She's FF has a big old sippy cup or um like cinema straw cup, a receptacle yep. of liquid of water, and she loves to sip the water, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's yeah, that's kind of her. Well, her it's modus operandi. They quickly recap that FF is hiding the um, Jotaro Star Platinum disc on her person, uh, and that uh, you know they quickly go back and forth about whether they can trust her, but Jolene does. Uh, FF is having a great time. She's like, it's not like the wetlands here at all. Look, I can drink this water. And if I fish this baseball mitt out of this trash can, we can play catch. Uh, Hermes is like, yeah, I don't know how I feel about FF, but you seem to trust her, Jolene, and that's bad. And Jolene's like, well, and also Whitesnake doesn't know that she's alive. So Mm. that's something in our favour. It's the element of surprise that really lends itself to some JoJo scenes. Mm. Mm. Um, so they have a quick aside about how, like, ideally they should get this disc to Jotaro as soon as possible, but because of Jolene's previous escape attempt, she's not allowed any phone calls or visitors, so they're just trying to bide their time to figure out a plan for that. And in the meantime, Foo Fighters will keep the disc safe. Seems like a solid plan. At this point, a cruel, rude boy picks up Foo Fighters' precious drinking cup and it's all like, I'm thirsty. She's like been really happy and, and chill. And now she's like, hey, fucker, put down my cup. I will literally drink you instead of the cup. Put that cup back on the bench now. And he's all like, but I'm fucking thirsty. Yeah, I'm going to drink you, this water. Yeah, don't put it down if you want to keep it. And Foo Fighters is all like, <laughs> and this guy, does that guy have eyes just rolling into the back of his no, head? Yeah, he's just got small weird eyes. Oh, okay. All right. Does a big drink. Uh, Got real McQueen energy. Jolene's trying to talk um, Foo Fighters down. Like, I'll bring you more water. It's fine. We've got taps here. We're allowed to drink water in prison. But she loses her temper and a little slit opens on the tip of her finger. Mm -hmm. uh, And she shoots out a pressurised bullet of Foo Fighters goo. And it goes into his mouth. We were talking about the logistics. Like, we don't really get an explanation of what she's doing here, but we can kind of surmise that, you know, she's got that self-replicating goop factor. Mm. uh, And she's probably just shooting out a glob of it, which then, upon hitting its target, would engage its um, dehydrating power we saw. Mm. But it's weird, right? Because how is she making it into a gun? Just Well, she's, like, probably fully infested... Atro's circulatory system by now, so she can probably just like cause a like a pressurized a, yeah thing. pressurized blockage and then release it suddenly. It's very strange. Yeah. yeah. So then this guy's cheeks go full uh, stretcho. Full stretcho. We all know what that means. Just huge stretcho. They just puff up and uh, they start to like the skin starts to break a bit. Oh my from wor- pressure! My literal worst nightmare. Then he vomits out heaps of Technicolor water <laughs> into the cup and 
crawls off and is never seen again. And Foo Fighters is like, I ended up with more water than what I started with. And just drinks it right. up voraciously. Again, like real Junji Ito, Ito posture on her drinking. <laughs> oh, she loves it. Eyes rolling back in their head. She craves it. She craves that mineral. <laughs> she craves those nutrients. <laughs> freshly dispensed. Let's get back to playing. So, um, Jolene and, uh, fucking Foo Fighters, they just play some catch. Yeah, you they know? spend a while, like, because, uh, Foo Fighters isn't a human, so she's never thrown a ball before, and teaching her how to throw a ball. And Jolene's like, hey, you're getting better Good. after, like, hours. Yeah, tuck your hip in. Great. Now, look natural. Great. Now, walk the runway. Meanwhile, she's doing, like, the most unnatural <laughs> body contortions to throw the ball. And it's like, you're doing well, Jolene. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Utterly hopeless. Jolene, she says, Foo Fighters says, Did you know we've tossed this ball 86 times now? We haven't dropped it at all. I bet we could do 100. And then someone from nearby is like, I'll bet you you can't do 100. And we see the dull, uh, negaverse, brainwashed eyes of Queen... uh, No, no, of uh, of Mira (laughs) Show, not Queen Beryl, the villain of Sailor Moon Arc 1. Yep. Uh, And as we said before, her aesthetic has changed slightly. Uh, Now her... Her, the the locks in front of her face are unbraided and longer, and her um her big ha- purple hair, sorry. <coughs> her big purple hair now has concentric rings. Yeah, it meets at the ba- at the base to be more evil and more controlled. Oh my god! That's right. Now something is holding her captive. She doesn't have two long pieces of hair at the front anymore. It's just one long one, framing her agonizing. Defeat into the world of being someone else's. Yeah, and the um, the locks in front of her face, like f- with with that ring, it forms like a barred window because she's a prisoner in her own body now. Oh no! And also a prisoner in prison. Oh no! It's a double prison. <laughs> the r- realest prison of all is prison. <laughs> it's Fact like, is is prison the self? No, no, no. It's prison. Yeah. When you're at university. So as you can see... Does this prison in this story represent, like, uh, repression in society or um, the inability to express oneself? No, it represents a prison. I see that high school of yours taught you poorly. No, it's a prison. Everything is literal. But what about the things that... No, no, no. No, no, no. Trust me. She's like, I'm betting $100 that you can't, won't make it to the 100th throw. And Jolene's like, uh, Jolene like is that. immediately suspicious. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Oh, I'm just killing time. And Foo Fighters is like, yeah, we'll fucking take you on. Oh, first, um, Mira Shone kneels down and reveals a big sock full of, of uh, dollar dollar bills. So she has and the we can cash. see the beautiful face of Benjamin Franklin there. Just be like, hmm. I approve this message. She's got 50s. She's got 100s. She's got... Bank. She's got some in some, that pink sock. Some coat. Hamiltons there. <gasps> Lewis. Ooh. Alexander. Wait, is, is is Alexander Hamilton? Yeah. Who's Lewis Hamilton? Oh, Couldn't the, tell you. He's the race car man. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Alexander. The race car man on the twenty dollar bill. <laughs> he drive drive. So we put him on the money. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> the Alexander Hamilton, right? Question regarding Alexander Hamilton. Okay. Is he on the fifty dollar bill? Twenty. Twenty. Right. Who's on fifty? Couldn't tell you. Hmm, interesting. Washington, maybe? So George Washington, one of the founders... Oh, wait, no, that's alongside Alexander Hamilton. Wait, then who's on the 100? Benjamin Franklin. Did Benjamin Franklin found America? That's what started this whole conversation. Did he found America? Yeah, he was there. Hmm, 
Interesting. And they thought to put him on 100, but not George Washington. Look, I don't really know or care who's on American money. They still make it out of paper. It's entirely backward. Who's on the $1,000 bill? I am. And who's on the trillion dollar bill? Uh, Wa-Liam. <laughs> <laughs> the more evil, capitalist, corrupt version of Liam. Yeah. Who just so happens to not be in Super Smash Brothers right now. Really want them to put Waluigi in Smash. Like, I know it's like an ironic bit people do, but I think he'd mm. fit right in. I mean, it's not ironic. People actually want him in as a playable character. Because yeah. Wario's there, so they're like, so put Waluigi yeah. in. But he's already an assist trophy. So I know. how could they possibly put him in as a playable character? Whole game balance They should also gone. put Dracula in. Fuck yes, please put Dracula in. But Dracula in. from the um, Keanu Reeves, Gary Oldman <laughs> Dracula movie. From the Dark Universe? Yeah, sure, Dracula Untold. Oh god. Can we please put a Morpheus in there from Marvel's Morpheus? I don't know. Like I saw, I saw Morbius? Morbius, I think. I saw no. a, a, a poster for Morbius and I was like, like, I'm a huge nerd and I've never heard of that character. Yeah. I guess they're really scraping the bottle of, bottom of the barrel now. Yeah, they've kind of gone through all like your yeah, A-tier Avengers and they're like, okay, so what about like B-tier Avengers? And then they went through that and now they're like, okay, so we can't even use Black Widow. Morbius is a vampire, we guess, so why not take him? Yeah, let's, let's give that a go. And now they're just, they've, what, got Jared Leto doing Ooh, Morbius? Really? I think. But he's annoying. He's the Joker. Baby. So that's gonna be weird. Maybe it'll be really good and I'll be like, well, I eat my own words. Much like Morbius does. I assume that's his power. <laughs> he wakes up in the morning, pours himself a big, big bowl cup of, of words, words, and he's like, mm, mm, but, where's words. My, but where's my sentence milk? And then he realizes, sure. oh wait. That's... I think we can all agree that grammar is the milk of words. <laughs> Right? Yes? Grandma milk? Ah, uh, milk. Just like grandma, grandma used milk. to make. Ugh. If anyone's drinking grandma milk, I'm, I got serious concerns. I have started reading the third of the Discworld novels. Oh, yeah. Um, equal rights, but rights like magic rituals. Yep. Uh, I'm, only, I'm not far in, but there's a character named Granny Weatherwax, who is a witch of sorts. Go on. That's all I got. Oh. I don't really know much about her yet, but that's a good name for a witch. Mm. That is a good name for a witch. You know what I like about Discworld? A lot of it. I kind of wish I had read it more when I was growing up, because I didn't really at all, and yeah. I think I would have enjoyed it a lot. I haven't read any of them, but everything uh, I've read of it, pretty good. I read my first one probably a couple of months ago, which was Guards, Guards, which is about the guards, or the, <laughs> the Night Watch. Oh, is it a one-off? Um, no, it's the first of, like, because he does those little, like, character quadrants. Yeah. That, the it's, weird, like, it's is like this the first of the guards ones. Wait, there's multiple guards ones? Sure, yeah. Oh my god, Terry, calm down. One of, well, he's dead now. Yeah, so he has to. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just, you know, make fun of the dead. That's fine. We're not. Well, no, not. Well, kind of, but maybe. I don't know. That was more a poke at all of the dead because we don't want them rising back up and taking over our jobs. Yeah. Foo Fighters is like, hey, yeah, let's take the bet. And Jolene's like, hey, shut up. We're figuring this out here. I'm suspicious. Mirashon looks evil. Yes. That's that's the way we would just put it. Throughout the rest of these scenes, just assume she's looking evil. Like, literally, if we don't describe it, she's just looking, like, watching and looking evil. Um, Jolene's like, we don't have that kind of money. I don't have a hundred bucks. And they're like, well, you can bet something of equal value. You can bet any item. Tobacco, drugs, Gum, a phone call, a vibrator. I'll accept anything valuable. 
And Jolene's like, okay, I'll be honest. I'll be frank with you. I don't trust you. I'm not planning on betting anything with you. Then Hermes steps in and is like, Jolene, you could really use some money because even after you like get your phone call privileges back, you'll still need the money to make the call. And Jolene's all like, yeah, but I can't, I can't make phone calls. Don't worry, I'll... No, well, yeah, but you will be able to in future. Yeah, but I can't make phone calls. I'm afraid of phones. <laughs> don't you get it? <laughs> the last phone I touched caused me irreparable damage in my hand. Look at it. It's all stringy now. Yeah, Jolene believes she's got, like, um, better call Saul, older brother, electromagnetic <laughs> sensitivity. So this whole time when you've been in court, you can't take a phone call? Yes, but you've been on a phone call right this whole now. time. But that's impossible. Wireless Bluetooth. Uh, spoilers for season three of Better Call Saul, I guess. Wait, is that a thing that happens? Yeah, that's a thing that happens. It's actually a thing that happens? It's not not, oh not 100%, but pretty much. God, I could be a writer. I really could be. Uh, Hermes is like, basically, I'll spot you the money. Like, FF might suck at playing catch, but you, you did get to 87, so it's a pretty sure bet. And all of them are like, come on, you dumb bitch, do it. We're not peer pressuring you, I love you I, stupid hoe. Let's do it. I love this phrasing. You suspect that this is White Snake's trap, but I know that, Mirashon, because we're on the same floor. And then she looks mm. evil from afar. She looks a lot more evil today for some reason. But I don't know her that well, so maybe she just does that sometimes. Maybe she's going through a phase of evil, you know? We've all been there. She's the greedy, self-destructive type that kept committing property th- uh, committing petty theft. Mm. Think about it. Wait, is that it? Yeah. Is that the whole rush? No, she's like, think about it. Even after you get your phone call privileges back, you'll need money. And then Jolene's all like... Nah. <laughs> So you're going to play or not? And Foo Fighters says, I'll play, we can win this. And every time someone agrees throughout this episode to participate, when they say it, there's immediately like a cash register sound. Ka-ching. Like a big ka-ching, ka-ching, like locking them into the game. Yeah. And Mirashan's like, good. Good. And, and she's she pointing at the camera. Yeah. I wish someone would point at me like that. But without looking evil and... and oh, God. <laughs> it's not nice. Uh, so Liam just pointed at me. And it looked like he was about to suffer some kind of like... Attack. Cool. I was going to say cruel fate. You've met with a terrible fate, haven't you? Yes, I recorded the JoJo's World podcast in a hot room. (laughs) That's right, you thought it would be an episode with that discussion of the local temperature, but we sure fucked you. Guess what, boys? It's just moist in the air. It's muggy. Oh yeah, that's literally the first thing we talked about today, isn't it? Yeah, it's one of those episodes. Don't you fucking dare. (laughs) You keep that in there, you coward. You cut that bit and I'll cut you. (laughs) I'll cut you out of this whole podcast. Then, Nick, who will do the editing every week? Um, I'll go on Fiverr (laughs) and I'll pay someone to be like, hello, uh, $3 to edit a one-hour podcast. Thank you very much. So they spend a couple of seconds establishing terms. Jolene says, if you raise your voice or get too close, the bet is off. And she's like, great, but it's already begun and it wouldn't be fair to me if you play too close to each other or hold the ball for too long. So Jolene says, we'll throw from at least three metres away and throw within ten seconds. And these become crucial terms through the remainder of the episode, particularly that second one. Yeah, the ten three seconds metres one... doesn't really come into it much. Yeah, the three metres one is more like a, oh, so there was... There was distance, distance to throw. Yeah. They can't just pass it to each other. Mm. Uh, so they start tossing and it's all good fun. And then Mirashon sits down. No, that, that's in a minute. Oh. They do a couple of... Like, we go through these initial throws in excruciating detail. Like <laughs> we can we can probably skip over. Um, after a couple of throws, though, uh, Foo Fighters gets distracted and starts saying, Hey, stay away from my cup! And 
Mirashon is just sitting on the bench, like, vaguely near it. Yeah, she's sort of, like, not on the far edge of the bench from the water. She's, like, in the the centre of the bench, and then the cup is on one of the edges of the bench. And Fufat is like, you fucking asshole, get away from my water. stay away from my cup. It's not my fault, she's getting near my cup. Get away from my wet-ass water, you son of a bitch. It's her, she got near my water. And then Mirashon's all like, I did nothing. I'm just watching the show. And Fufat is like, that's what they all fucking say. Then they come for my cup. (laughs) They come for my water. And then who has the water? Not me. And Jolene's like, throw the ball. Time's running out. So then Hermes goes over and is like, I'll hold the cup. All right, just chill. One second left. And then uh, because the time and the pressure, uh, Foo Fighters throw goes real wide and like Jolene has to dive and like collide with the bench, but she makes the catch. Um, Literally like the most dramatic part of this entire episode. The bench like splinters. (laughs) And Jolene's like, I got it. I I caught the ball. Hermes is like, Jesus Christ, that went pretty far. And Mirashon's like, yes, Mirashon's it is. like dead eyes and is emanating menacing katakana. This has got to be the start episode, like, not start episode. I think the start the, episode. The, the JoJo's World image that we put on the website. This if has I can to be. find it. It has to be. A hundred throws. We did it. Foo Fighters is real smug. Like, I could do another hundred. I'm that good at throwing with my human body that I she have. She should never have said that because <laughs> Mirashon's like, is that a well, bit? Give us $100, Hermes says, and Jolene's like, no, she bet with Foo Fighters too. $200, please. Oh, yeah, true. Ka-ching, ka-ching. And then Mirashon's like, 100 more. I'll give you $1,000. If you throw $100, if you throw 100 balls more. And then uh, they're like, you don't have $1,000. And then Mirashon's like, yeah, I, I do. sure do. You just saw I'm my $1,000. Like, you just saw it. I have $1,000. I don't even, like, Nick in real life doesn't even have $1,000, <laughs> all right? Mirashon having $1,000 is like, you what? Damn. Jolene's like, nah, I got what I needed. I'm done. Fair point, fair play to her. I mean, that's good. That's good stuff. I'm going to be frank. There's something I don't like about you, she says. If you want a wager, go play. And she's going to say, go play elsewhere. But then Hermes walks into frame and is like, I'll do it. I could do it $1,000. And Jolene's like, what the fuck are you doing? So uh, Jolene tags out. Hermes tags in. And jo- uh, they have a quick aside. You're right. She is suspicious. Especially the way she insists on betting. And then she's putting some gum in her mouth. That's important later. Mm-hmm. But we can potentially make $1,200. That's too good that's, to pass up. That's a thousand airs dozen. That is a week's supply of hummus. That is... Sure. That is like... Go through a lot of hummus in the Ballantine house? I, I can't eat hummus, but yes. <laughs> oh, because of your nut allergy. How you doing? That's personal identifying information, Liam. Yep, I'm doxing you. That's it. Now everyone's going to at me and be all like, lol, nerd, can't even eat hazelnuts. And I'll be like, yeah. I'm going to get so much judgment (laughs) online for my inability to eat Nutella now. No, Nick, it'll make you more approachable and human. You'll be president soon. (gasps) Or maybe a murderer. I'll, my entire campaign slash serial murder spree will be predicated on my nut allergy. Yeah. I'll either be like, he's the nut killer. I want... (laughs) If I'm the president, he'll be like, bring back nut-free goods. We don't want those nuts in our life. And if you're a murderer, you'll kill people by like, jamming an EpiPen straight into their heart. And be all like, filling their feel? mouth with nuts. How does it feel to eat nuts? And they'll be like, it feels good! And also your dress is like a squirrel. My dress? You're dressed as like a squirrel. Oh, I'm dressed as a squirrel. Yeah. Why, why a squirrel? Squirrels eat nuts. 
Uh, yeah, but why do I have to dress as a... Like, in a full squirrel oh, suit? I just thought it would be humiliating for you. Oh, so, okay, yeah. So I added it to the bit. Well, serial killers are beaters trying to be alphas. Boom, I said it. Come at me, serial killers. What's this? Um, uh, why are you bringing this sort of toxic masculinity into my house, Nick? No, no, I mean literally, like, psychologically. This is Nick's psych degree coming in now. Um, they are... The best way to describe them are, like, even though it's not real psychology, is, like, they see themselves as beaters trying to be alphas because they are... They, they want to be, like, the powerful, dominating, like, I know how to be, like, powerful. Uh-huh. But because they're in these roles of, like, sad, unfulfilled... But, Nick, internet idiots have since created the archetype of the Sigma male, which is this thing you're describing. Oh, yeah, and that is the greatest meme ever created for the dumbest reasons. <laughs> the trillionaire grind set must live on. Oh, fuck. It's so dumb. You love to see a girl boss winning. <laughs> I just there was um there was a really good uh SpongeBob okay <laughs> Sigma male grind set video because uh, there's like the chocolate scene yeah where they're where, selling chocolate and one yeah. guy goes goes nuts yeah. with the chocolate and the Sigma male grind set is the guy who loses his mind at the chocolate where it's like Beta Cuck offers weak goods Sigma male rebukes. And then it's like, Beta tries to bring back the transaction, Sigma male denies transaction, and then he just like, chases them out of the house, and that's when the music kicks in, and it's like, Mwah. I'm gonna be honest, I didn't really follow that, but I'm gonna assume it was funny. It's so good. I would highly recommend looking up some Sigma male grind set memes, just to be like, wow, toxic masculinity is dumb. So anyway, mirror shone's like, it might be 10 seconds soon, uh oh, yes. better throw, more easy money, and <gasps> then we cut to... The afternoon, evening, transition time. They've only done 31 throws in that transition. And uh, So at a maximum of 10 seconds per throw, that's like 300 seconds, which is... Can we go back slightly? Where are their shadows when the sun is up? Like, because I'm curious if they're just on the ground underneath them. And it's like midday. Well, the sky is like bright blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it could be like 3 p.m. and their shadows are slightly elongated, you know? Well, they don't these have people shadows. in the distance here have like directly underneath the sun. So it's like literally 12 p.m. Yep. And then we cut 300 to like... seconds later, the sun's going down. Yeah, we cut to like 6 or 7. Oh, I'd say like 5. No, not 5. Not four. On a winter's day, maybe. Oh, wait, it's in Florida. Maybe the sun acts different. Because I know here it's like seven o'clock and the sun is barely down. I think we're probably overanalyzing what was just a bit of visual shorthand for time has passed. Yeah, you know. <laughs> we need to go deep into this well thought out anime. A stand is making the sun set sooner than it might otherwise. God. Um, the other day, so I'm, I'm running my D&D campaign, right? One of the players asked me... Dungeons and Dragons, the game by Wizards of the Coast. Hmm. The... Hasbro-owned company that will help dox victims of sexual predators to those sexual predators. Yikes. Um, someone asked me something like, so, genetically speaking, where do these animals come from in the chain of, like, other animals? And I was like... Well, so, like, a, probably not this, but, like, a, a dragon or a, yeah, something an like, owlbear. Yeah, something like that, where they're like, so how is this related to other animals? And I was like, I'm not going to figure out the genetics... Of every animal in my world. You could always just say it's it's fantasy world. They don't have genetics. No, as in like, if we were looking at it ourselves, yeah. what would it be? But and I was like, know, I don't care. In a high fantasy world with magic, there's no reason that those things have to work the same way as they do in our world. Ooh. So then how do they work would be the immediate question. And I'd be like, I they, don't care. Magic. Well, yeah, but they'd be like, yeah, but how magic? And I'd be like, no. Ineffable magic. Ooh. 
the mysteries of the universe, but different mysteries of the universe from ours. But then every fantasy fan be all like, boo, I want rules. Brandon Sanderson changed the game. Apparently there's been a lot of discussion recently um, about, like, it's been the revival of Dragon Ball Z power level discourse. What I saw, like, a, a Polygon article or something about it. Uh, what do you mean? Like, power level discourse? Yeah. What? As in, like, who would beat who? No, so, like, there's a whole thing in the early arcs of Dragon Ball Z about how the villains wear their scouters and read people's power levels. Yeah. And I feel like that accidentally codified a, uh, a tangible metric for... Like, people oh. in the fandom tracking people's power levels. I see. Uh, despite the fact that, like, it's pretty consistently shown in the show that, like, it's the bad guys who aren't in touch with, like, their key who care about that sort of thing. Yeah. And the good guys pretty consistently undermine and subvert it. Subvert it. Right, I see. But everyone still uses that yeah. number? Right, okay. So, like, I remember when I was a kid, like, K-Zone magazine would have profiles on the upcoming Android yes. arc, and it would have the power level of each of the androids. To be fair, that was the raddest shit in the world, and I was all about it. Um, gonna do the next throw when this, like... This, this, this fucking <laughs> thug fucking guard... This with... guy, he looks a bit like, um... If, if, uh... My friend's dad. If the warden digivolved. Right? Yes. I yes. So he's like still also got like a fucked up eye thing going on, but it's a bit like a papillon mask. Mm. Uh, but he's tall, taller and buffer. His his head is somewhat more deformed somehow. So he's got like real Eggman head, but with a bump in the back because he's got those two tufts of hair coming out the side. Yeah. His mouth is huge. His eyes are tiny. His nose is tiny. His personality uproarious. Inmates, put away your exercise equipment. Recess is over. And everyone else is walking in. Mirashon and looks on impassively. Mirashon's like, ah, oh, you fucking idiots. And this Hermes, guy's like, mouth. Hermes gets off the next throw despite having her hand grabbed. And he's very angry that she ignored him. He's like, what the fuck do you think you're doing? In like super uh, accentuated ways. Yeah. His Class mouth classic is... Jojo angry person. Yeah, his mouth is like twice as big as it should be. Jolene tries to use this to call the bed off. And then... Uh, Mirashon goes into this rant that's like, I think a little poorly phrased in the translation, uh, so I'll quote it. Uh, just, just to shame the hardworking translator. Yeah, Megami. Let's say that meteorite fall, that a meteorite falls from the skies above into this yard right now. Then you'll persuade to end the game, blaming it on the meteorite. Not to convince me, but yourselves. Does that sit well with you though? Maybe you ran out of time because you took too long to throw the ball. It's true, they did only throw the ball 31 times in like three hours, as mm. far as we can tell. That is true. Damn it, Megami Hunter, make these <laughs> translations. I really... It's a know, very minor error in the scheme of things. I course. know. There's a piece of me that kind of wants to have Megami on the show, just to be like, hello. We don't really do guests. But I wish we did. <laughs> you know, it would just be like the most awkward us doing our comedy bits and then them just like... So, can, can I talk? We're like, no, 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 you shut up. All right, we've got words from Hirohiko Araki to get through. Yeah. If you can honestly say that you didn't break the rules of the game, then go ahead, end the game. Uh, and the guard's like, Hermes, you'll be thrown in the punishment ward. And then she slips him a hundred bucks and is like, come on, give me, give me five minutes. No, three minutes. He's like, I'll do it another lap. So that'll give you two minutes. Ooh. And Hermes is like, fuck. I gotta do this quick. And then she goes to throw it, but then he's like, ah, but a measly a hundred bucks only gets you the ball, not the glove. <gasps> but we need the glove to catch the ball. Oh no. So she goes to try and catch the ball, but without the glove, she's powerless. 
and it goes right through her fingertips. But fortunately, she's not powerless. She's powerful because earlier she put what? <laughs> Perfect thread of needle. Yeah, she put um, a sticker on the gum she was chewing, <gasps> uh, and then put the duplicate gum on the ball ah. uh, so that now when she removes the sticker from the gum in her mouth they recombine the ball goes back up into the air before it hits the ground and she mm. catches it mm, three hour old gum baseball catching a clever ruse but this is the problem Mirashon looks on I'm just watching I won't interfere or object and I can't prove anything but Hermes knows she just cheated I can tell this because that robot over there, Marilyn Manson, is here to collect the debt. I would love if it was just Marilyn Manson. It's like, that robot, Marilyn Manson. So this stand uh, is like one of the most robotic stands we've seen to date. He's uh, literally a cyborg. Just a cyborg with like uh, hooks for hands. Uh, like real Bioshock Infinite hooks. Like those things. double hooks that people yeah. get like as like Victorian era prosthetic hands. And or Buster Bluth, you know? Yeah. And uh, uh, she's and it's got a little display uh, like on its robotic eye plate of the dollar value of Hermes's debt. One thousand dollars. Uh, Jolene's all like, "Look the fuck out!" She's a stand user, and then Hermes gets cacuined. Not quite yet. Ish. First, uh, it rips open the tissue of her breast and pulls out the money we know she's been storing in there. <gasps> so much cash. Marilyn Manson will always collect the debt, no matter where you hide it. The full value and the money's not enough. So then, as you, as you alluded to, it plunges its hook right through her body and on the other end is her entire liver. Uh, and we see like a heroic backdrop. I wouldn't say heroic. Well, it's a bit... It's backlit. Like, yeah, it's backlit. There's a lot of shadow, but they're in a heroic pose of our noble hero getting cacuined uh, uh, by... Our noble hero, Marilyn Manson, <laughs> <laughs> putting the pain on someone avoiding their debt. And uh, he's just like, I did it. I finally did it. I got the debt. It's collected. So Hermes is... But, so let's talk a bit about Marilyn Manson briefly. And also Mirashone. So Mirashone gives me real metamorphosis vibes. Mirashone's on a five-year um, stint in prison for theft and armed robbery. Mm. Her hobby is gambling. Who would have seen that one? <laughs> what do you like to steal? Uh, probabilities. Everything. Yeah, that seems likely. She looks a bit like Marie from Breaking Bad. Does she? She's got that sort of centre oh, part yeah. hair and her favourite, her hair is purple, which was Marie's favourite colour that she was always wearing. Damn it, Marie, they're minerals. Yeah. The nutrients, Marie. <laughs> the nutrients. They're not rocks, they're nutrients. Why can't you think about me? Because the nutrients. Uh, she is named after Mila Schoen, as I mentioned, uh, the Italian fashion designer. Uh, born September 28, 1916 and September 5th, 2008. Oh. Um, has she had any... Wardrobe malfection. There's no subsection on her Wikipedia page. Any famous clients that might have... Um... During World War II, oh. Mila married Aurelio Schoen, an Austrian precious metals dealer. Ah, the minerals. The minerals. <laughs> Whom she met in Milan. In the post-war period, she enjoyed a brief return to wealth. She became a client of the most prestigious Parisian couture houses, such as Balenciaga and Dior. Ooh. Ah, uh, blah, blah, blah. Divorce, failure of businesses. <laughs> It's like, she was quite happy, but then no, it, it went to shit. The New York Times called her the shrinking violet of Italian haute couture and declared that she did not make clothes for shrinking violets, 1973. Huh, what the fuck does that mean? Who cares? It's fashion. According to the Telegraph, her work combined Balenciaga's austerity of cut 
Dior's versatility, 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 ugh, mm-hmm. and a dash of Schiaparelli's wit. What the <laughs> fuck? This is an entire. According like... to the Boston Globe, uh, she her clothing was uh, often geometric and displayed fashion world examples of cubism. Ooh, I like the sound of this. I'm a big fan of cubes. Her signatures included intricate beading and wool coats that eschewed traditional linings in favour of double facing. That is. Two layers of wool stitched together. Ooh, I like this. Okay. And that's really all there is to say about her. Hmm. How did she die? <laughs> Unclear. But she did. Yes. Confirmed. <laughs> Unless she put that on her Wikipedia page to throw us off the scent. Oh, I see. Um, so she was born to an Italian aristoc- aristocratic family, mm-hmm. uh, but they lost their wealth in the breakup of the Austria- Austro-Hungarian Empire at the end of World War I. Oh, I see. Then her father managed a pharmacy. Oh, that's... Pretty, pretty good thing to manage, all things considered. <laughs> you know, you want to manage that healthcare. Marilyn Manson, the stand, Nick. Mm-hmm. This is what the Jojo Vele commentary is. Yes. Um, you know, and we know who Marilyn Manson, the musician, is. And also he's the subject of some sexual harassment controversy right now. So I'd rather not dwell on him for too long. But he's basically like a cut-rate Alice Cooper. Yeah. Hey, Miss Murder, covered. Um, the Beautiful People, covered. Wait, no, Hamish Murder is his song. Anyway, wait, is it even that or is it AFI? I don't care. Marilyn Manson exists. I think it's AFI, if I remember. Guitar Hero 3, Legends Uh, of Rock, correctly. Yes, you're right, you're right, yes. So it must have been the beautiful people that was Marilyn Manson. It wears a welding mask. It's a creepy debt collector, so I hit its facial expressions. Hmm. Mirashon's hairstyle is nice too, isn't it? I thought it would be creepy to have someone spying on others through their hair. Hmm, framing device. Sure. Wait, is that it? Yep. Oh my god, Araki! <laughs> give me more! It's a creepy robot debt collector. He wears a welding mask. Like actress, the musician. I'll take your word for it. <laughs> Hermes is bleeding out with no liver. Uh, and Marilyn Manson is like, if I sell this liver on the black market, it will compensate for the remaining $590. That's a cheap liver. I mean, look, organs are cheap. Are they? Yeah, Are they're... they not expensive? <laughs> no, they're in wide supply. Do you know how many people are alive right now? Yeah, but most of them need their organs. <laughs> yeah, but you can just take them. Really? Does a liver not go for that much? Well, I can just re Are you being serious or are you doing a bit? I don't know how much a liver goes okay. for. Okay. Liam, I'm going to level with you, okay? I don't know how much a liver goes for okay. on the black market because I've never looked for it. I'm just imagining this robot, like, selling the liver on the black market, then coming to dying Hermes, being like, and here's your change from the sale. <laughs> I'm a debt collector, not a fucking loan shark. I'm not a thief. All right, here, <laughs> take your change. Like, but I need the liver. I'm no, an, no, no. no, no, no. We seized that liver because you defaulted on your bed. But, but I'm going to die in like an hour. Yes, no, but no, no. Now you have money. Six thousand dollars. <laughs> Wait, the liver's worth how much? Six thousand. I can just six thousand and fifty nine dollars. Five hundred. Buy a new liver. You could. Not but a you big better one. hurry. Yeah, not a big one. I tell you what. But liver, liver is one of those ones that will largely regrow if you get yeah. a bit cut out, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I like, couldn't have just left her like a scrap of liver. No, absolutely not. You need that whole liver, otherwise it doesn't regrow. <laughs> I am the shadow of Hermes's conscience. You cannot attack me. It says after Foo Fighters tries to cap it. <laughs> um, Hermes broke the rules and lost the bet. I only collected her debt. If you have any other valuable, I can exchange it for this liver. Um, and Jolene's all like, fuck you. Jolene picks up the ball and is like, let's double down, I'm in. Alright, thousand dollars, here we go. If I win, hundred throws. You give back One thousand thousand throws. Yep. If I win, give back everything you took from her. Everything. And, uh, 
Mirashon's all like, good. It's not even Mirashon right now. It's it's Oh, it's my boy. It's Marilyn Manson gestures with its meat hooks, being like, I hope you are prepared to wager something as valuable. Yep, I know you're after the discs. I'll wager the discs. Uh, and then Mirashon's all like, yeah. Good. Jolene basically exposits to the bleeding out Hermes that like it's not your fault you got tangled up in all this stand bullshit with me and my dad so you, you know you shouldn't die over it I'll get you out of this. They do care about each other. Oh, Not that much though they're still in prison and hate each other but they like each other. They don't hate each other. Well they might we don't know for sure. Like deep down they might be like Jolene I hate you because you're better than me <laughs> but I love you because you're better than me. You got such cool hair, Jolene. Ah, you're such a badass, Jolene, and all I have is breasts filled with money. Foo Fighters like, but a thousand throws? That stand seems invincible, I don't know. Yeah, you're right, but the stand user isn't, so we'll keep tossing to each other, then go kick the crap out of Mirashone. So they, like, they have a bit of a montage at oh, this point. Like them searching and chasing through the prison, tossing the ball to one another. Keeping an eye on Mirashone the they whole They go way. through the shower block, uh... And they're like, she must be over here. And then Jolene's going to do the next throw. But then Foo Fighters can see behind Jolene, Mirashon's hand reaching out to flick the light switch. <gasps> oh no, how will you catch a, a ball in the perfect darkness of the shower block? No. Um, so she hurls the ball too late to hear the warning. Yeah, and uh, she's like, Foo Fighters, let the ball hit you. That will let you catch it. So Foo Fighters Just lets like it. Just like slams into the side of her head, leaves like a significant dent. Well, I mean, to be fair, she is also not. A human. So. And like little tendrils of goo come out of her eye to aid with the catch. She catches it. She's like, I got it. I caught it. And Jolene's like, well, you got to catch it back. Throw it back. Foo Fighters is like, well, fuck this. I, I can't see you. Just fires off a, a clip into the darkness and hits Mirashon. <laughs> Somehow this turns the lights back on. Well, she, I think she, she opens to, the door yeah, to she escape. she opens the door, tries to escape. But the light comes pouring in. <gasps> ah. Oh, the worst nightmare. So they chase, uh, tossing. God, her wet bullets, so effective. We love those wet bullets. Those wet, steamy, fucking liquid bullets. Lockdown will soon commence. All inmates must return to their cells. Prepare for headcount. And Jolene's like, fuck, oh, fuck, fuck. Run low on time. She's running ahead. Uh, catching up with Mirashon. Mirashon comes up to a dead end. Uh -oh. Looks like we've caught you. Now we know you're a stand user. So me and my friend uh, Stone Free here are going to kick the crap out of you. Fucking asshole. Uh, I'm a... Uh, we think Mirashon is surrendering, but she's actually playing for time. I'll give it all back and the money too. No, 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 not enough. Who gave you the stand? I info on White Snake, and she's genuinely like, I don't know who that is because she, she doesn't she know who got, that is. She came via Father Pucci. Yeah, and so she's just like, I, what? I don't care who that is. I don't know who that is. I only wanted to go on parole. Smirk. Press button. We're in a lift. <gasps> Two seconds to throw the ball. Doors closing. And Mirashon now looks truly evil. <laughs> That's right. I got you in this lift on my own way. But, um, so they, they, there's a cool sequence here. I, I, I love this catch stuff. Mm. Um, <laughs> you love this catch stuff? I do. Baseball. It's, it's the people's sport. So, like, they do like a, a Hail Mary last throw through the, um, the closing lift grates. Mm -hmm. Foo Fighters... Throws it to Jolene, who catches it through the closing lift grate. Then she immediately starts running upstairs to get it on the on the uh, on the open, and we see her there, ready to receive. Jolene throws it, and then just guard hand comes out of front. You'd think who Foo Fighters would have seen the guard, yeah. <laughs> but this guy's like, <laughs> Th thanks for the tip, Mirror Sean. Happy to do you a favor like that for money anytime. <gasps> oh no! <laughs> and then he puts the um, 
the ball in his back pocket and walks away. It's and that same very evil-looking guard from before. Yeah, the Doc Robotnik guard. Yeah. And uh, he walks off and it's like, that's right, Jolene, you lost. <laughs> you fucking moron. You thought I wouldn't pay off the guard to catch the ball? Like some fucking common scum? The game of catch was just interrupted. It's game over, Jolene. <laughs> and she looks insane at this yeah, point. Yeah, yeah. And for some reason, the camera is like focusing on the center of her forehead and the rest of her face is just kind of peeking into shot. It's just cut off and she's like, <laughs> cinematography. <laughs> but we get the vibe. Yeah. Marilyn Manson will always collect what's owed. And it shows up, s- smashes through Jolene. It's going for Hermes with the disc. It shows up a bit preemptively, though. Because what should happen? But Jolene catches the ball. Jolene decides, no, I've won now. It's a real Jotaro play. So um, she's doing big victory, Mira Shone is. I've won, they're all mine now. And then the ball hits her in the face. And uh, Jolene catches the ball. She um, like, yo-yos it back to herself with her string power. And it's all like, you forgot. The game of catch isn't over because you never specified who I had to throw it to. And uh, Mira Shone's like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? How do you have the ball? And then we see like sneaky little flashback moments from when the guard was walking away. Jolene shoots out her string uh, and... Uh, it, from his back pocket, unravels it, and then re-ravels it with her own string. Hmm. And now... You, rather, that is to say, unravels the normal stitching of the baseball. Yeah. And then... And now, she's trapped in a lift with Jolene and a baseball. Yep. Uh, a literal worst nightmare yeah. of most people in this prison. So, and then all the, the, like, livers and such get returned because Marilyn Manson agrees that no cheating has taken place. <laughs> Uh, and Jolene's like, well, 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 looks like the debt collector agrees. How many throws do I have left? 800? 900? Better do the full thousand just to be safe. And then uh, she does a bit of an aura aura. Aura aura, but with a baseball instead of just the fists. Which would hurt. This is a move of hers that's pretty iconic in the fighting games. Mm. And I think she talks about going balls deep for some reason. In the fighting game. Yeah. Maybe because when she uh, announced to everyone... Man, I was just jacking off in the guards <laughs> Everyone thought, oh, so she's sexual. Yeah, it's her iconic character trait. Oh, I get it. And it's like, that's not... Okay. It's like how um, like all Final Fantasy VII sequels pretty consistently misinterpret those characters. Yep, yep, that sounds about right. We did it, hooray! And like the discs are coming out of her smashed God, up face. it's just so distressing. Yeah. Like I see it and I'm like, oh, I hate that. I hate that so much. I'll return the disc to my father along with the other disc that Whitesnake has and like cash has exploded everywhere. Yeah. Just fluttering down and Jolene is declaring her victory and end of episode. Is she going to pick up that money? We can only hope. (laughs) She is in a prison. She makes a big net of... um, Of string. Yeah. And then like... A second colour of string embroidered a dollar sign onto it. Yeah, the guard outside is just like, but you only have a dollar to catch all the money, Jolene. What? Well, it's, it's in like a wind chamber. You only have a dollar to catch all the money. I know what I said. <laughs> you only have a minute to okay. catch all the money. Right, I see what you mean. <laughs> you only have a dollar to catch all the money. Uh, investment. Can I pay you the dollar? <laughs> yes. Yes. Goodbye. <laughs> Wait, you didn't do anything. Oh, didn't I? I love variations on that Leonard Nimoy Simpsons meme where it's like kids leaving school. Wait, you didn't hear how uh, you didn't learn how World War Two ended, didn't we? Oh man, The Simpsons. It's good up until season eleven. Your number one source for Ray J Johnson memes. Oh God. Yeah, I did. A re- I think did we talk about this yeah, uh, a little yeah. while ago? I did a Simpsons rewatch just to see how far I could get, and like mid mid twelve, I just noticed a real 
dip in quality. I know there's some mm. good episodes like still nestled in there at that point, but I just got to the point where I was like, I've got better things I could be watching with my time. Yeah. It just, it really goes downhill very yeah. quickly. It just becomes pop culture references and not well, actual s- Super Eyepatch Wolf has a good mm. um, video on the decline of The Simpsons. And a good point he makes in that is early Simpsons and like golden era Simpsons um, mocks and parodies the idea of celebrity in a lot of ways mm. uh, through characters like Troy McClure and yep. uh, Crossy the Clown and various guest stars they still had in that time, like that James Wood episode mm-hmm. where he works in the Quickie Mart. Yep. Uh, but from, to get into character. From like season 12 on, I think, is, or maybe 11, where it becomes most egregious, is like from that point on the show just kind of worships its celebrity guest mm, stars. Yeah. And then like all the guest stars become like, like even, not just guests, but like, oh yeah, it's Anne Hathaway. Even the Alec Baldwin, Kim Basinger episode like is trending in that regard, but even that still has like pretty much... Every scene has a joke about Ron Howard being an alcoholic. Oh man, so weird. Such a shame. The Simpsons. The Simpsons. Ba 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 ba. You tried. Ba ba You really tried. Tune into Tom Walker's streams, stream archives from this month, where he's been celebrating Marge. His joke, not mine. Jesus Christ. Is he watching The Simpsons? He's wearing a Marge costume and playing all Simpsons games where you can play as Marge. Okay. So Hit and Run. Hit and Run, Crazy the, Taxi, The Simpsons game. Yep, the original Game Boy one? No, the um, like the Simpsons movie era oh. PS3 game, which doesn't have anything to actually do with the movie. Yeah. It's it actually, actually has game. pretty alright writing. How? I was surprised, but it does. Oh, weird. Yeah, anyway. Anyway, that's a JoJo, baby. Highlights? When the moon... Hits your eye like a big baseball pie. That's a JoJo. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with your stand. Imagine like uh, you're at a fancy Italian restaurant. I'm imagining it right now. A really up... Like a trattoria? Yes. And the... No, wait. Not a trattoria. Like a restaurante. (laughs) Um, And like this guy keeps coming to your table. It's like, hey, how are you doing? Hey, how are you? Hey, hey. I see we're bringing bringing back both... Clapping into the microphone to make the audio peak, <laughs> yeah. and also our bad Italian accents. And he's all like, "Hey, I get you the finest one." Oh my god! And he's like clapping out the back, and then this poor like small child comes like, "Hey, good morning. I give you the wine." And he's like, "Hey, give him the wine fast. Come on, come on. This is our turn." And he's like, oh, "I'm sorry, father." And then he like goes into the back, and you're like, "I'm sorry. Um, I just I want a romantic evening with my wife. Do you have any like romantic music?" And he's all like. Of course, for you, sir, I have all the romantic music in the world. Please allow it. And he goes back into the back, and then, like, five random musicians come out with, like, a violin and, like, a harp. And then they start singing, when the moon hits your eye, like a big baseball pie. That's a JoJo's. Nick, I was really starting to wonder what the point of that story was. Uh, and then your girlfriend, who just so happens to be named Jolene, comes out. Oh, my God. And is like... From the Dolly Parton song. And Jolene is like, you knew... You knew where my name came from, and you just sit there going, yes, that's right, because I legally changed your name without your permission. <laughs> and then the all the, like, musicians are there being like, hey, what, is it a good night for you? And the, the manager is like, hey, don't talk to the customer, I get them out. And then they all go back into the room, and then, like, you spend a lovely evening there, and you can hear another, like, participant of the restaurante being all like, oh, can we get, like, a romantic song? And the same manager's like, oh, God, and then they all come out, and you're like, I was there once. I knew that. So my highlight's probably going to be... Yeah, Nick, that was a really um, fun little manic episode you just had on that podcast. Maybe my highlight would probably be 
Foo Fighters at the start just really breathing really going into that guy on that cup. <laughs> yeah, just really being like, you get the fuck away from it. Foo Fighters doesn't even care about backwash. Yeah, just, that's not COVID safe. Just straight up the Junji Ito, I crave it the is water. Florida, I guess. Yeah, and it's or just like, like you know that mountain goat meme. Wait, hang on, let's go back a second. It's Florida, I guess. What COVID? What? What? Not a lot of COVID. Uh, Protocols in Florida is my understanding. Yeah, well, they're crazy. Drinking out of shared vessels and things like that. Yeah, yeah, they're nuts in Florida. Florida man uh, drinks from a cup and has... COVID. Has all water in its body expelled by a malicious plankton. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can see how this is going now. What if the dub Foo Fighters was voiced by... Dave Pla Grohl. Plankton from Spongebob Squarepants. Oh, what does because Plankton it's... sound like again? Yes, it's me, Plankton. Ah, the grandiose Plankton. Yeah. Yes. That would be funny. Yes, it's me, Plankton. Wait, but you're a small girl. Yes, but look, my breasts are, can be larger sizes now. Isn't this great? Yeah, I don't know if you really <laughs> understand any of this. Um, you get the fuck away from my water, you weird shrimp man. I would say my highlight mm. is, um, you know I love a good JoJo rules lawyer to win moment. <laughs> so Jolene with her clever little shumping her string out to grab the ball back and being like, you didn't say who I had to throw it to. Ho, 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 ho. <laughs> oh, that is very canonical. Now to kick the crap out of you. It's mainly the second part where you're like, yes, I outsmarted you. And you're like, yeah. And now, now to outsmart, first I outsmarted you with my wits. And now I'll outsmart you with my fists. And that's when I know you really are just like, yes. Yeah, that's Jojo, yeah. baby. Because it takes the smart bit where you're like, can we get to the, the dumb bit? And it's like, and now the dumb bit. You're like, yes. And my low light is probably... Better not be Foo Fighters drinking from that guy's no, Foo Fighters rules. Yeah. She craves the water. <laughs> I just felt like Father Poochie really escalated it a bit quickly uh, by jamming her face into the corner of that bench. Well, he had to deal with the situation at hand. my low light is probably like his just like cherry monologue. Like it's just a bit of a non sequitur. Yeah, it doesn't make any sense why it's there at all, really. Well, kind of, but not at all. Uh, my low light, however, will be the discs going in and out of fucking uh Mirishan's head it's viscerally unpleasant oh god i hate it it's like i can deal with a lot of things but the disc coming in and out i'm like ah oh, it's going in and out uh. well nick father pucci remains at large radicalizing prisoners to turn them into disc retrieval stand users yes but uh his latest uh asset Mirishan, has failed to do anything of value mm. uh but what of her parole? Well, her parole's probably uh, going to be on probation, if you know what I'm saying. For fighting. <laughs> it, oh, yeah, true. Uh, but, Nick, Jolene desperately wants to get that stand disc back to her dear old dad's body, mm. but remains in prison with no phone privileges. Oh. So I want to ask you, what will happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 6 Stone Ocean, Episode 10? Mm-hmm. 10 of 12 of the first batch. Indeed, we're getting close to running out. Yikes. <laughs> We will, you were basically like, you know. It's a good thing we didn't do weekly for yeah, this. You were like, okay, well, we haven't heard anything about the next batch, so, um. Well, this episode, episode nine, aired on Japanese TV uh, March 5th, 2022, so a few weeks ago. Oh, wow. So presumably we're a few weeks off if they keep going from future episodes just airing on Japanese TV, even if Netflix doesn't drop another batch. Yeah. But I digress, Nick. What will happen next time on the episode entitled Operation Savage Garden, parentheses, head to the courtyard, end parentheses. <sighs> Operation 
Savage Garden, head to the courtyard. Yes. All right. Two things I think are going to happen. They'll go to the garden. The garden. The the garden. The garden of the prison. And where they make the tomatoes. Okay, sure. And it will become savage. Oh my God. So like, you know, vines and shit. The greenhouse will like explode into man-eating plants. So they need to run to the courtyard, but the garden won't let them. Because as soon as they're in the courtyard, they're safe. But the whole greenhouse is the stand. Okay. That's my thought process here. Pucci's gonna put a uh, disc into like a big old... Into one of the prisoners who takes care Rose... of the... Oh, okay. And then they're like... I thought he's gonna put it into the plant itself. No, God, no. They're not gonna put in another plant. We've already had the plankton boy. We can't have another. We've also had a uh, plant that turned... In... Or a cat that turned into a plant, if you remember. Back to the halcyon days of part four. Cat that turned into... Stray cat. Yoshikage Kira nurtured it. And use it to shoot explosive air oh, bubbles. Oh yeah, that's right. But didn't we then take care of it? Yeah, and it became friendly? it became friends with uh, Okiyasu's awful goblin dad. That's right, and they're still together to this day. Ah, uh, because Okiyasu's dad probably can't die, and he probably never will. God help us all. So they'll be in this garden. Yeah, I reckon they'll be in this garden. Jolene will be on some kind of like prisoner duty to go do this job. Ah, oh, yeah. And then they'll be like, haha, well, well, well. Now's a chance to. Right Yep, exactly. So the whole greenhouse will be the stand mm-hmm. where it's like, yes, I love this greenhouse so much. In fact, it became my stand. Ah, and it's like, there's no plants in the uh, tarmac courtyard. We've got to get there. Yep. And so. what of the whole disc situation? Um, the Jotaro disc, that is to say. Hmm. So, so Jotaro's mind disc remains at large remains with at Father large. Pucci. Hmm. And they have the stand disc, but they want to get it back to Jotaro. Yeah. So I reckon maybe maybe we're not going to hear anything on that front for a while. Okay. Because much like every other part, we'll probably do some Monster of the Week stuff for yeah. like the the Jotaro disc. The yep. Jotaro disc is the save Holly of the exactly. Story, You're think. not going to hear anything from Holly. You're not going to see Holly. You just know Holly was involved. I wonder how at some Holly point. feels about her son being comatose. D- mm. <laughs> probably not great. Is Holly still alive? We never saw or heard from her again after they killed Dio and ostensibly saved her. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Saved. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe... I reckon we're not going to hear anything about it for, like, at least another five episodes. Easily. Because all JoJo's parts have those long periods of time where nothing happens. (laughs) And you're just like, this is fun. I like this. This is good. And then something happens. You're like, oh, fuck. Okay. Poochie. He set fire to the whole prison. Now they're just in Florida as inmates. Wow. Ooh. At large. Yeah. They need new clothes. They need new friends. Need Why new do they purpose. need new clothes? Because all their clothes have prisoner numbers they on just them. just take off the jackets and wear their regular clothes that they've been wearing the whole time anyway. Jolene's not going to wear anything without that coat. Like, come on. It's hella aesthetic. It is. Hmm. Anyway, yeah, that's what I reckon will probably happen. Great. Well, we'll find out next time on JoJo's World. The podcast... That you've been listening to today. Hi. Hi. Thank you, Megami Hunter, for all that you've done for us. Translating those JoJo's Bizarre Adventure episodes for schlubs like us who refuse to learn a language that's particularly difficult for English speakers to learn. There's too many tones. French. <laughs> Is French that hard to And learn? until then, to, to be, be continued. continued.